What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Fun Cast, episode 111. It's a very special episode. It is our third year anniversary. Ain't that right, Ahmed? Woo! Hell yeah, it is, which is insane to think about. I I don't know what, like, we set out to, like, I don't know if I had any ideas of how long we would be doing this. Maybe I thought it would be three years. Maybe I thought it would be longer. I don't know. But it's crazy that we're still here, and we're still doing it, and now we have merch, and now we have people watching live, because we're streaming on Twitch, and it's very exciting times, and yeah, we hit 100 followers on Twitch. You got raided. We got a bunch of gifted subs. Yes. Look at us. We're like that real was... streamers now or something. <laughs> That was insane. So yeah, thank you to uh, the folks that um, that that rated. I don't think any of them are listening necessarily, but I know that there's a couple folks that joined the Discord. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And you know, it was uh, we had someone gift like I don't know twelve subs, and it was just it was a wild time. And uh, I was shook for days. Still, I'm shook <laughs> to be honest with you. So um, because like someone had come in and they were like, "Hey, I need you to do, I need you to do me a favor." And like the last time that happened. Like, someone came in and was like, you're beautiful, never change. <laughs> and I'm like... "It was." I was, like, like, ready. I was like, mm, am I going to have to use the band hammer? <laughs> that nothing happened. They just <laughs> literally, left. Literally. And, and this person's like, can you do me a huge favor? Can you act more hyped? And, like, I literally had one box of ten packs. Like, I was telling... Uh, I, think, I think I was talking about it on the stream or, I don't know, on the podcast, whatever. Uh, but I was talking about it. It was right after we streamed It Takes Two, so it's kind of all hyped up from that. And I'm like, oh, okay, like let's see what we get out of this. And it was like, not like hot garbage, but it was like in the sun for at least 30 minutes now garbage. So it was like warm, oh, no. but not like, you know, it was, uh, yeah, so it wasn't like the best. So when they were like, can you be hyped? I'm like, person, listen, this costs money and like nothing good came out of it. So um, how does one expect to be good? So room temperature garbage. Yes, thank you, Rita. So we are streaming live uh, for those of you that are listening on uh, your favorite podcast uh, server of choice. But anyway, so they were like, oh, can you be hyped? And I'm like, whatever. And then it's like uh, the person, so she, I looked into her, her channel and she rips, um, I think her name is Teal Loot on, um, on Twitch. And she does the, I think she does like ripping chips, but anyway, long story short, she rips Pokemon cards and she raided with a group of 14 people and more people jumped on on top of that. So I think there was a total of like almost 25 people at one point in time. Um, it was wild. And then the one person uh, who joined the, so Tialu gifted five subs and then someone uh, else that actually joined the discord uh, also gifted like 12 subs. It was wild. So that's insane. Um, I'm so it sad was, I missed uh, it. Yeah, I know. It was you, yeah, you really missed a good one. But um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it was it was it was wild. And what was kind of cool though is like I don't know. I have like what I've realized over time is I have all this useless knowledge. Um, it was Dark Ravia, by the way. I was looking for uh, or Ravia, I think was their uh, Twitch name. But mm. anyway, I have like all this useless knowledge in my head. A lot of Pokemon knowledge because Pokemon was such a big piece of my childhood that um, I've got all this useless knowledge that. Like, there were a couple people that were, like, legitimately interested, so I was, like, going through, like, the cards that I have and, like, bringing back memories as I'm going through and, like, explaining some of them. But anyway, so there was a podcast that we we probably had to have been at least two of the three years ago where I, like, went through all the Pokemon games, like, from the very first to the latest, 
and I forget, I think it was like Logan that texted me. He's like, wow, that was some pretty impressive, like on the fly Pokemon knowledge. But I don't know, it's all like my childhood <laughs> memories ingrained into my head. So, um, yeah, so that was super, super cool and good news. I know everybody was hoping and waiting and commiserating, uh, but I did get more Pokemon cards this morning. So, <laughs> I did get some more cards at Target. Nice. Uh, so, I'll have stuff to stream again uh, probably next week, maybe next Saturday, maybe next Thursday. We'll see. We'll see how the cookie crumbles, and we'll see when uh, Target delivers stuff here. So, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I was like, I was very shaken up because <laughs> literally from the having headset, having the headset on and everything, it was like the followers and the subs and everything else was like, bring, bring, bring. I'm like, oh my god, and I was like, cheese and mad hard, like I was red to red. red now to you red. know how it feels. <laughs> red to red. Now you know how it feels though, because that's what happened to me when it was like. I was streaming really late at night, like, because I remember it was, like, late night Zen stream, and I was playing Tetris Effect alone, and there was, like, maybe two people in the stream, and suddenly we got raided by, like, 50 people, and it was, like, two in the morning, and I'm, like, in my pajamas, and I'm, like, wait, I wasn't prepared for this at all, and then... Literally. It was very... Yeah. It's a good, it's a good time, though. It's a fun feeling. Yeah, there there was a few of us in the stream. Uh, I know Carla was in the stream. I think Nuge was in the stream. Justin was in the stream. Um, some of the usual... the our, You know, our usual suspects are all of our, all of our friends, so... Um, it was like, we were all shook and Carla was like freaking out, like trying to like hit the, uh, the discord command. And it was a wild <laughs> time. We were all shaken up because it was like, people keep gifting subs, hype train going on. I'm like, there is so much happening here. Like, like people you know, are cheering, it's funny cause like little cheer things. I'm like people don't do this normally. I'm like, this is right? wild. Like when we, when I first set up like the discord or sorry, discord, when I first set up the Twitch channel after we like became, um, affiliates or whatever, it was like, oh, activate the hype train thing. I'm like, sure, I'll turn this on. This is never going to happen, but I'm glad to see it actually happened. It actually worked. Yeah, it hit, like, level four or level five. Like, it was... That's wild. It was extreme. Like, yeah, but, you know, it's it's cool, though, because, I mean, it's it's funny. I've I've had... Uh, my, my third eye is now open, right? So, <laughs> I've... The Pokemon thing became, like, a... Like I, like I was telling, I think, you last time, where it was, like, the thrill of the hunt, where it was, like, ooh, like, I managed to, like, get Pokemon cards, and they're sold out everywhere, and it's, like, oh, this is cool, and, like, the nostalgia, and even our friend Bella got a couple packs of Pokemon cards, and was, like, I understand why now, like, it is, like, an exhilarating feeling to, like, open it up, it's, like, it's, it's literally gambling, right, I'll say yeah. it again, it's literally gambling, um, because there's other people, too, that are in the chat, like, oh, my God, you're wasting your money, like, okay, I get it, like, don't worry about like I'll I'll figure that piece out. Right? <laughs> Don't worry so, about me. I got this. <laughs> like um, at Pokemon, go ahead, sponsor me, please. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's just so much fun. But then the community is just like any other community where there's like people that are extremely toxic, and then there's people that are extremely cool and like very I don't know giving and embracing, if that's a good way to describe it. But yeah, so it's 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 a very interesting community, and it like. It opened my third eye to understand streaming and how streaming is not just about games, but it's about this, what we have going on here, like just talking. It's about Pokemon cards. It's about Lego. It's about, like, we were joking, and I think Justin found a video of, like, I wonder if anybody, like, Twitch streams cleaning their house or whatever, like, stupid stuff. Because they probably do. People watch that stuff, and they absolutely do. Like, yeah. And it's like, okay, this is wild. It's li- There's people that stream, like, workouts. There's people that stream, like, just eating, like, mukbangs. That's what I was talking like. People just want to, like, just hang out with others. Like, I don't know. Which it's is like, pretty cool. Like, 
the only thing that kind of stinks is like it'd be cool if the chat could somehow have a voice aspect to it where like people could talk back to you as opposed to it just being all text right yeah because with text it's like you got to look you got to read it you got to respond then by the time you respond three other people may have responded to that person and then topic changes a little bit so I mean, which is fine. It's not a huge deal. It's still yeah. cool because then you can also choose to look the other way when people say stupid stuff, like uh, exactly you know, whatever no, they might say. It's definitely there's like a it's a weird dynamic, but yeah, like there people just want to see communities. It's like I like to think of it as so I took a communications class in college, and it's something called the wow th- right really really difficult class, probably harder than Norgo. Um, and there's something <laughs> called the third place, like the concept of the third place, and it's like you have like your your home is i don't remember which what first and second place were both your third place is like a place where you go and socialize and like generally in society it's become like bars like no one really goes to like there's nowhere else to go to like socialize like cafes people are usually doing their own thing on computers or laptops or their phones whatever libraries people are usually like isolated so like the only real third place in modern society is bars but like now with streaming and the pre- the prevalence of streaming and, and like all these chat rooms, not even just on Twitch, but on YouTube, on whatever other site, like this has become kind of a third place and it's a place to meet people that are interested in the same things as you and chat. And like when you see like other streamers, when you join their chat rooms, there's like an established community. Maybe the streamers not even paying attention because they're like really interested in whatever game they're playing. And these people are just chatting back and forth and they've become friends and like people right. leave and it's like, oh, okay, I'll see, see you later. And it's like, that's their hangout. Uh, which is super cool. It's it's cool. So I'm glad that we it is are kind of formulating that slowly but surely. Yeah, and that is and that is totally like exactly and obviously like you said as as we started what the funcast and I've said this before but what the funcast started off as a idea of like because every you know every New Year's Eve New Year's Day whatever I go through this crisis of like what am I doing with my life why am I why am I not creating more things why am I not being more uh, creative in a certain medium, whatever it might be, um, and uh, you know, and I go through these crises, and then I ended up, I was like, okay, well, like I, I like talking about video games, and I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I'm like, that'd be pretty cool. And then I was like, I was actually talking to my therapist at the time about it, and like my therapist was like, well, like when I'm like really stressed, or whatever, like what I do to de-stress, because what I found is playing video game stuff doesn't de-stress me like it used to. Like it used to be. Like I sit down, and I turn on a game, whatever it was, like whether it be Tetris or whatever, and I would just sink time into it, and I would just decompress. Now it's like my brain is going 24-7. Like, there is no stopping it. And my therapist was like, well, when I'm, like, trying to decompress, I play my guitar. Like, I put everything away, and I play my guitar. And I'm like, okay, I would love to learn to play the guitar someday, <laughs> but, like, what can I do now? And that's when podcasting came up. And yeah. after a lot of begging and pleading with you... Uh, you were finally like, okay, I will buy a microphone and we can do this and try. To be fair, I already had the microphone because this was from the original concept of what the podcast did? The producing thing. I already had oh, this microphone. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's this right. This was for yes. when I thought I was going to be able to record vocals for <laughs> for like producing. Um, I but then that. I took the production class and I was like, maybe this isn't for me, but it's cool. I appreciate what y'all do. Y'all have fun. <laughs> but, you know, what I will say is that I think this is a gnat in my office. Get out of here. Um, sorry, there was a gnat flying by. Anyway, I thought I got stuck to my hand. He's dead. Now. You could be okay. Um, no, I'm not okay. So, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, like I'm shocked that, and not not shocked in like a bad way. Um, but I'm shocked that we made it this long. And the, and I let me finish real quick. And that's because of me, because I. And I know this is one of my biggest flaws. 
one of my biggest flaws is like deciding to do something and I'm going to be like yes 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 and then like getting invested in it and then immediately being like I'm tired right and that is something that and it's just it's just a bad habit of mine I don't know why I mean I do the same know, thing absolutely do the same thing that was pretty much what happened with producing I like got invested in it and I like literally invested actual money like a lot of money for that class it was not cheap but like it wasn't i mean it was a combination of me being like oh this isn't for me but it was also like uh maybe i'm just lazy <laughs> like right i don't know and you you eventually work and whatever stress gets the best of you and you just don't want to do it anymore but i think with this the reason that we stuck with it is that we both keep each other accountable we're both afraid of disappointing the other one yeah like when someone says they're going to do the doc and then they don't which we're both I before. did it. I usually, I feel like we've were we usually have each other's backs on that. Yes, we do. We do. I'm usually. totally kidding. I because we were talking last episode when we did uh, we did live stream last time. Where it's like, wow, this is so much fun. We're just reading from our little Discord chat that we put right. the articles in, and it's like just read from top to bottom. No, no worry about documents. Nothing. Um, yeah, when it's not recorded. But now this is recorded. This is like it's gonna be on yeah. Spotify. Have you heard of Spotify? It's a pretty big. Uh... I know, I know, place. but yeah, so to think that, like, we've done over 111 episodes so far, and, like, and I don't know, like, this is the one of the highlights of my week, like, yeah, there's some weeks, like, back, like, pre-pandemic, where it was, like, there was so much craziness, there's always something going on, but, like, with the pandemic and being, like, home and everything, it's, like, okay, like, you finish working, you go do what you're doing, whatever, you know, eat, whatever, 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 and it's, like, okay, it's Tuesday night, it's podcast night, so, um, and then Thursday night's have become equally as interesting, at least for me, right? Because then it's like, okay, Thursday nights are my time where it's like I've, I'm giving myself two hours to do whatever, which... And it ends up being like four hours because you keep playing a right, one more round, one more round right, of Tetris 99. Right. Which, which shows you that I'm actually enjoying it because yes. if, you know, usually when I'm as stressed as I am about everything, it's like, okay, two hours on the dot, like I got to go and do whatever it might be. Go do yeah. tours around the house before I go to sleep, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's been great because it's like, and once again, this is a me problem where I have a problem segmenting time to like, okay, I'm going to sit down for two hours on Saturday or three hours on Saturday and play a single player game that I've been looking forward to. Right. Yeah. Where I've, I've had that. I've just can't do it. I just, cause I sit there and it's like, I start it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to, I don't know, uh, do this or do that or prepare for this or prepare. And like, like the adult life just consumes me and that's yes. that's a me problem because i don't make time for it so like but. i'm glad i'm glad that i talked about the thursday thing because now it's like eight to ten it's like okay what am i playing like am i trying a hat in time great then i'll play a little bit you know in bed while i'm laying in bed with my switch right and then yeah. you do that and is it i'm playing tetris because tetris tetris is the one thing that is still able to kind of de-stress me where it's like i'm focused you hyper focused <laughs> yeah, well, for me, though, it's like, whatever, if I lose, I lose, but I have fun, yeah. and it's like, you know, I have to focus on it, where it's not like, let me pause, look down on my phone, let me do whatever, like, it's it's a... Yeah, yeah. it keeps, you know, it's engaging, is really what it is. Very engaging, keeps yeah, you engaged. so I've definitely um, been enjoying that, and then the Pokemon yeah. card piece has been a lot of fun, too, but what I want to do eventually, sorry, I know you're trying to talk, and no, you're trying to talk like four times now, but... Um, <laughs> What I want to do eventually is I want to do, like, Lego streams where, like, I'm building Legos on stream. And, like, I think that I've got what I need with the tripod the same way I've um, filmed Pokemon cards and stuff. And then I've got, like, a random table that I can put the camera above. You should absolutely um, as do I that. Build. I don't know why yeah. I didn't even well, think about that earlier. Wait a minute. <laughs> that Yeah, so that is – well, that is, like, one thing where I'd want to do it all in one sitting. So it would mm. I would have to allocate, like – 
especially some of the bigger builds, like hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's something that like as like we're in you know we're in the house now we're kind of getting things situated the floors are done like all that stuff is done so as things start to continue to settle down now i can set up a table here and i have a usb extension cord and or a usb extension so i can extend the camera um or whatever and like sit here pretty much right here with the table right here and you know have another camera above looking at my nasty ass hands <laughs> watch them uh, your hands are fine <laughs> You can you can watch them, but yeah. So it's uh it's interesting because this is the one thing that I've done in my adult life where I feel like we can do whatever we want, as ridiculous and kind of childish as that sounds, right? Where it's like if we want to stream whatever, I don't know, we want to like a Pokemon card thing, right? Where it's like okay, I bought another camera, and I've got a camera facing down and a camera on me, and I don't know. In my opinion, it's 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 getting the creative juices flowing that I feel like have not flown, flewed, flew, flown. Flowed. flowed. <laughs> it's like flowed. Wait. Flowed. Flowed since like college, where like yes. even with some of the organizations we were in, it was like, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, let's try this. And it was like, you get the backing of a, of a supervisor or like a, um, um, like the, uh, wow. I don't know what you're trying to say. I can't help you here. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say. The like, backing like the of staff a... sponsor. Staff sponsor. What was Sue? What would you consider Sue? Our um, advisor? Advisor, there we there go. We go. <laughs> Our advisor, uh, but yeah. So like, in the advisor buys into it and says, "Yeah, let's try it." And you come up with a plan and you go and run with it. So, um, but yeah. So hello, everyone in the chat. Everyone yes. saying hello, <laughs> Emma, everyone, Bella, Justin, Carla, Rita, Rita, <laughs> Rita screaming. All right, Rita. So I want. I was gonna. gonna say now? I was gonna make a cool segue, but then you completely went off to a different topic. So never mind. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're fine. You have, there was a lot more to say. Um, but the segue was gonna be. Uh, because you were saying how you couldn't, like, find time to do th- these things or whatever, or, like, you wouldn't be interested, or you'd look at your phone. But I'm glad that I finally got you to watch Imagineering Story. So now yes, we can segue into what we've done. it only took an entire year, yeah. <laughs> um, did. And did you enjoy it? Was it not worth it? Wasn't it so fucking good? Oh, it absolutely was worth it. I've been talking about it to, like, everybody. I'm like, you guys are going to go watch this. And, of course, like, nine, maybe not 90%, maybe that's a high percentage. But, like, people that I talk to are like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, I'd rather watch... X or Y or Z on Netflix or whatever, which is fine. I mean, it's but a huge like, commitment. It's like a six-hour documentary, basically. <laughs> right, but like, well, yeah, but like for us, that's like right up our alley, where it's like talking yes. about all the different parks and, you know, the failed CEOs, stupid stuff that people, like, people would rather spend their time reading about, like, Elon Musk and Dogecoin, right, and watching documentaries on that, and we're sitting here watching about uh, Disney parks, so it's it's all good. Yeah, so, no, yes. uh, definitely not. We're not intellectuals. If anyone came here thinking that... <laughs> We just like cool stuff. We're kids. This is garbage can on fire floating down the river content right here. So <laughs> basically, um, um, yeah, what else did you do with your series. past week, two weeks? I guess. So yeah, two weeks. Um, so we played it takes two on third Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon we played that, um, and that game's a lot of fun. So we got to keep playing it. I don't know when we're gonna play it next. Maybe tonight, depending on how long the stream goes. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and yeah so i mean it is just phenomenal and it's a lot of fun been having a lot of fun with it obviously in the time that we played together um and what else uh watched imagineering story like you said highly recommend it to anyone that's a disney fan or a theme park fan in general uh really cool to see how some of this stuff like ebbs and flows over time and even how the engineers are treated and what the story looks like from the imagineering side um falcon and the winter soldier obviously We'll probably do the same thing like we did for WandaVision, where we'll wait and scream all at the end of the show. Yes, um, only three episodes remain. 
Right. So, oh, shit, I forgot about that. It's only six episodes anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it really is. And then, so what I did also do at your recommendation, and I've been talking about doing this for a while, is I started up Ratchet & Clank, the 2016 remake, yes. um, with the new PS5 update, and it runs really well. Um, it runs really, really well, and it uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely like a, a collector platformer type of game, yes. but I'm enjoying it because it's like, I was Lauren was watching me as I was playing, and I was like, you know, it's funny because this is definitely like this was Sony's answer at the time to Mario. It was like, well, we have Ratchet and Clank. And you could tell like with some of the mechanics that they use in the game that they were going for the Mario audience, which, hey, look, I give them full credit because it's actually pretty good. I feel like it's closer to a Lego game than it is a Mario game, personally. But that's Uh, coming from me just having watched Lego games. I really actually played one. Right. In the collector aspect, yes. In the collector aspect, yeah, where there's like there's little bolts flying everywhere and you got to get them and then you upgrade your stuff. Yes, 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of the platforming mechanics with the different power-ups and stuff like that, it's more of like, it's more in line with like a Crash slash Mario type Yeah, thing. it's definitely a hybrid, but it's super, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, my pro tip to you is just upgrade the bouncer gun or whatever, the one that like shoots little balls that just explode into tiny other balls. That's like the most overpowered weapon in the game and you're just going to breeze through the rest of it. Oh, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten that gun yet, but oh, I will well, when you upgrade do, it when I do. That's the one to upgrade for sure. Interesting. Um, cool. I will do that. And then yeah. I played a little bit of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. I got or Pro Skater One. I got the uh, the PS Five upgrade, so it was like you had to upgrade to digital deluxe or whatever, and then you got the uh, the PS Five uh, upgrade. So it is really pretty with the PS Five upgrade, like ridiculously pretty. I've um, really considered getting it, but at the same time, like, I really, like, I have nostalgia for the game, kind of, but not enough. Like, is it still worth it, regardless of the nostalgia factor? It's, yeah, you, you should, you, it's like, it's been 30 bucks, and then if you add the $10 onto it for the PS5 upgrade, it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, but it is, bad. it is like, it scratches the itch. And it's an easy pick up and play, right? Because you yep. play the level, and it's like two minutes or whatever to get whatever challenges you can get, and then you replay as much as you want or as much as you don't want. So it's, it is uh and that is a solid digital purchase as well. So, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't buy that physically, but yeah, I'll consider it. I'll definitely consider oh, it. I know what else I did. I tried monster hunter rise and I realized that I hated it. Um, <laughs> is there really a demo or there is, there is a demo. So I okay. was wrong that they released two demos. One, they pulled off the eShop one. They put back or they put on the eShop and it's still there. I shouldn't say I hate it. I just am reassured that Monster Hunter is just not for me. Um, but yeah, so I. But you like Final Fantasy VII remake, and I feel like they play somewhat, kind of, maybe similarly. Do they not? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like remember, Final Fantasy VII remake. And I only played the demo of that as well. Like I didn't get into actually playing that game. But yeah, um, Final Fantasy VII remake is an RPG, whereas this Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter is more. It is, but it's more centric around, like, go kill this monster. Go kill this monster. Go kill this monster. At least <laughs> that's my understanding of it. And yeah. I'll retry the demo. Like, I tried it, and I was, like, really tired at the time. And I'm like, oh, F this. Like, I don't really want to play this um, because it just, it, yeah. Maybe I didn't give it a fair enough chance. So I'll try it again. Um, I'll definitely try it. I didn't realize that there still was a demo, so I'll try it. Just like I tried Octopath. Or was it Project Triangle, whatever? And I was like, hmm, yeah, this is pretty but I'm, I'm good. So Justin put it best, I think. Monster Hunter is all about grinding just for the sake of grinding, um, mm. which... Which, I guess, if it satisfies you, then go 
go off, right. I guess. But. If it brings you joy. Otherwise, throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> if it brings you joy. All right, Marie Kondo. But yeah, um, for me, I didn't really do much else this past week except for the exact same things that you already mentioned. Um, I did play a little bit of Overwatch on stream, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, got a few good games, a few weird games, but mostly good wins. I think I'm I'm generally getting better at Baptiste. I think he's like my new main. I love that man. And he's just so I, much fun. To I play. love that man. He's so much fun to play because it's like your the kit is so diverse. Like Ferris fun, but like all you do is like shoot. That's it. There's like like shoot and like make sure you stay in the air. Baptiste, you got to heal, but you also got like a gun you can like headshot people. And you also got to make sure to put the immortality field down at the right time and line up. Like there's so much. They have to be, like, I don't know. He's really engaging. I think he's a lot of fun. And it, and if you don't hold down L2 at all times, um, Ahmed is going to yell at you. So. Yeah, you might as well, because you can use R2 to shoot at the same time as you're healing. Anyway, whatever. Speaking of Overwatch, so, <laughs> the new event Real quick, before we, before we... Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. But that's before it. we go off of that, I played the Bounty Hunter mode in Overwatch for the first time. Um, so oh, I the, never played... The one with, like, the... You have to look at the target on your head or whatever. Yeah, 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 and that mode's a lot of fun. It is. It was it a is. lot of fun. I was very, uh, very surprised. By the way, yes. Justin said it's Project Triangle strategy. That's I what I meant. Remember, I was like Octopath. No, it's Triangle something. He go. said Octo Triangle, Octagon Triangle gone. <laughs> Close enough. Wait, do you think that's why? Because it's like Octopath was based on, so it's gonna be like Tripath Traveler. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> uh yes no nice try though <laughs> speaking of overwatch the archives event has launched today so i will or maybe both of us will probably stream that um sometime this week if not tonight i don't know we'll see what the mood is after we finish the podcast recording literally um, it's like it's like we're playing it takes two no no no, we're playing overwatch God, no no, no we're going to sleep <laughs> honestly option number three sounds great um but beyond that uh i guess we speaking just... of knives getting thrown into the wall <laughs> Excellent. Excellent segue. Let's jump right in to Hot News Entertainment with our only news from Entertainment World this uh, this week. Knives Out sequels are officially coming to Netflix. So this one comes from IGN. In a massive $450 million deal, Netflix has purchased the rights to two Knives Out sequels from Media Rights Capital per variety. Uh, Daniel Craig is reported to reprise his role as Detective Benoit Blanc. Benoit? I guess it's Benoit Blanc. Um, in both sequels, with writer-director Ryan Johnson also set to return. The first Knives Out was produced by Media Rights Capital and distributed by Lionsgate. Uh, the whodunit went on to become a sizable box office success, especially for an original property, grossing $311.4 million worldwide against the $40 million budget, which is insane. Um, and also earned, obviously, Oscar nominations for Best Screenplay. Uh, and that's when everyone was like, when's the sequel coming out? So, although details are sparse about Knives Out 2, Johnson has teased that the sequel will feature an entirely different cast and location from the first film, with only the detective uh, returning to take on the case. So, mm. I guess it, they won't necessarily be called, like, Knives Out 2 and 3. It'll probably be, like, you know, because Knives, specifically to that movie, were very integral to the story. So, I'm sure it'll be called, like, I don't know, Teacups Upside Down, A Knives Out Story, or some random shit. I don't know. Why teacups for the record that came to mind. That man's name is Benoit. As I saw the French. chat going up and I was like, "Are they making fun of me for the pronunciation of the name?" Oh, <laughs> and I didn't. Oh, look. I see. Emma, Emma put Benoit. I thought it was baby Carl Benoit, Bo- but like, did they Beno? say it as that in the movie? Because he had like the real thick. Uh, what did Chris Evans' character call him? What's the Looney Tunes character? The big chicken. Oh, no, I'm I know talking, you're talking about, about the rooster. Uh, 
But he had like that real, real Hold crazy on. I'm still southern not over, accent. I'm still not over the fact that you called this man Bino Blanc. That's not what I said. I said Benny sorry, Benny. blank, blank, blank. I, I said Blanc. I didn't say blank. I said Blanc. He said Beno Blank. Foghorn Yo, ben Blank. Where are you at? Foghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. That's his name. Chris Evans' character called him Foghorn Leg because he heard his accent. I I don't believe that he in the movie referred to himself as Benoit. That doesn't sound correct. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Bino Blank. Moving on to where I won't get ridiculed. Numero, numero, Bino Blank. <laughs> do, you, do you like to take us into the hot news gaming? Oh, let's jump right into it, peoples of the worlds. All right, so let's jump into the hand gaming news. We'll start with the general news for the week. E3 is back, baby. Uh, This one comes from the official E3 Twitter account, um, which is not what is here. Okay. Um, Did it come from the official E3 Twitter account? That's not what I liked. (laughs) Yeah, so no, it's okay. It's okay. So Nibelian started breaking this uh, about 12 hours. Ooh, was it 12 hours ago? I think it was a little bit longer ago than that, that they first broke it, uh, that E3 was going to be a digital-only event and that E3 was going to actually require a paid uh, something for access. And immediately the Twitter account quote tweeted it and said, uh, let me find the exact tweet here. Uh, they actually quote tweeted it at Nibel on Twitter and said, so Nibel said E3 2021 would be a digital event and could be behind a paywall. And then linked the Video Games Chronicle or a .com article. Uh, then E3 quote tweeted and said, E3 2021 digital show is a free event for all attendees. We're excited hmm. to fill you in on the real news all the real news for the event very soon. So, damn, that struck a nerve. They said no um, fake news. <laughs> yeah, so that was on April 1st. Uh, but, you know, happens to be April Fool's Day. Uh, so then 12 hours ago, the E3 Twitter account says, Welcome back. It's been hard waiting quietly as we got ready for today. But we are thrilled to officially announce our plans for June 12th to the 15th. Ooh. And... Nibel went through and uh, kind of summarized it up in some tweets here. So it's going to be all digital. Uh, it'll be backed by Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take Two, WB, and Co- Coach Media. Cock Media. Cock Media. Wait a minute. What kind of E3 yeah, is no. this? <laughs> it's K O C H. Losers. Pretty sure it's Coach or Coach. I'm pretty sure. So I think or Coach. I don't. I can't pronounce names. I'm just not going to say anything anymore. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, great. Now we're giving the we're giving the chat constantly yeah. something to talk about. Um, so then, twelve hours ago, went through and and gave some additional details based on some of the stuff from the E three account uh, taking place between June twelfth to fifteenth, online only. The ESA is working with media to quote amplify and make this content available to everyone for free. Um, so according to gi.biz... So and they, and they quoted it, uh, a quote here that says we are evolving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but we'll still look to excite the fans with major reveals and insider opportunities that make this event the indispensable center stage for video games. Um, there's technically still time for other publishers to sign up so the lineup could grow. I do not expect Sony to join the fray, but we'll see. The ESA has all stated that they expect E3 2022 to be an in-person event again. Um, E3 2021 website is online now and confirms the electronic entertainment experience name for this year at least. So, really good stuff. I, As I was reading that article, I couldn't help but kind of smirk a little bit and get excited because the fact that Nintendo and Xbox are both involved, I'll take the big two of the three. If I can't get all three, I'll take two. Two is better than none. Yeah, I mean, Sony um, also wasn't in E3 2019, right? 
Right. They they backed out of E3 2019 as well. Yeah. Know? So that's kind of expected. But yeah, no, this right. is super exciting. I'm hoping that it's actually well done for an online event and it's planned well. I'm glad it's free. Right, and, and it makes total sense, right? Because Nintendo's been doing Nintendo Directs for God knows how long now, right? So it's just going to yeah. be a Nintendo Direct sponsored by E3, really, is what it'll be. So yeah. um, I'm super hyped. Just the fact that we have something to look forward to in just two short months, I mean, it's yes. super exciting. So give me that sweet Switch Pro. <laughs> Honestly, so, that's probably what's going to happen. Or it, can you imagine? It is, it's going to be this might Switch be the year Pro. Game Pass on Switch, I'm calling it. Oh, I'm still know, holding maybe. out holding out hope for that to become mm. a reality. I don't see why it wouldn't. Something to think about. Bottoms up and the devil laughs. Something to think about. Um, in less exciting news, the Lego Skywalker sta- Saga. <laughs> Lego Skywalker Saga has been delayed indefinitely, which is unfortunate because this is like the third time it's been delayed. Um, but then again, we always come back to the example of Cyberpunk. Like, please delay it and don't let it be a disaster. Um, but this one comes directly from TT Games, who tweeted out, uh, which has now become the standard, the text over a picture. Um, and it says, all of us at TT Games are working hard to make LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga the biggest and best ever LEGO game, but we're going to need more time to do it. We won't be able to make our intended spring release date, but we will provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. Um, I hope that this is out at least by the end of this year, like holiday, uh... And that it's not like that huge of a delay, but I guess we'll see. But it is a little. I'll bit tell you what. Upsetting. I sure as hell. I sure as hell hope that that's the case. Yes, because I I'm really really looking forward to this game. Genuinely, like I said before, after playing Ratchet and Clank, I'm like I love these kinds of games. Suddenly, <laughs> I'm into this. Um, yeah. And they also have like that very slapstick kind of humor that you know is kind of the lego brand is known for nowadays with the lego movies and whatnot uh i think would be it's gonna be a lot of fun especially from what i've seen in the trailer full so we shall see wait just a goddamn minute okay we got some hot breaking news here what just happened? Uh, well first of all shovel knight is coming to fall guys since uh, when there's on saturday oh you know i saw that cheeser where a fall guy like went and picked up a shuffle and i was like what does this mean and I didn't put Shovel Knight together with that. Oh, my God. My I bad. need this. I need this. Give it to me right now. I need to be... I mean, not that I play... Uh, I'm linking them. I'm linking these pictures in the chat. I found this one cursed picture in the chat. Or in uh, the replies to the... Um, oh, my God. Hold on. So, the, you have to look at this one picture. It was in the replies to uh, either to Fall Guys or to Lego Skywalker. The friendship but ended with Waluigi? Or... <laughs> Hold on, j- just wait one second. I'm I am holding. freaking out, okay? What is happening? So, Nintendo of America, 15 minutes ago, Pac-Man is back in a new 99 Pac-Man Battle Royale. Wait. Pac-Man 99 <laughs> goes live April 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That is tomorrow. Hello? What is happening? I am so psyched. I freaking love Pac-Man. Oh, my God. I am so stoked. Oh, so, my God. Anyway, wait, and it's free for, for Nintendo Switch Thursday Online, right? night streams, ladies and germs. Holy shit. Anyway, so two breaking news things. Pac-Man 99 comes out tomorrow, uh, or, you know, if you're listening to this later. comes out April 7th, and Shovel Knight in Fall Guys? What is that even? Is it just the skin, or It's just what the is skin. That? just the skin. It's oh, just the okay. Skin. I thought there was going to be, like, yeah, levels no. or something. Okay, okay. The Pac-Man 99 is much so, more exciting. I am so excited. I'm gonna I'll link the uh, the video in the in the chat here. But that is that's a that's that, a it is 
It is truly. literally in the same style as Tetris. I am so freaking hyped. Oh, my like, God. Like, how does it... Wait, Pac-Man, I got to look at this myself with my eyes. Oh, announcement. This was genuinely 15 minutes ago. This is the most exciting breaking news we've had during an episode ago. in a while. This is... Oh, my God. So, hold on. So, not to mention, the entire replies and everything is... When are y'all going to kill Pac-Man next? What's Pac-Man's execution <laughs> date? Uh, Mario died for this? <laughs> they really oh my did God. kill him. Um, oh, my God. This is wild. It, now, is this is this the game? This isn't the one that came out for... Let me see. This looks like a brand new game completely. There's never been a Pac-Man that looks like this. It looks like, like a this. brand new game. It is literally in the same style as Tetris 99. I'm going to scream. It's probably the same happen. devs. Who developed Tetris 99? Was it in-house by Nintendo? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it was. You know was. what I realized? I, I need to buy that physical edition of Tetris 99. Exclusive offer for Nintendo Switch Online members. Yes. <laughs> Akira collaborated oh, wait, hold up. with Nintendo Create Tetris 99. So I'm assuming that they also came back for... Uh, for Pac-Man 99. That's Yo. super exciting. Yo! Wait a second. There's, What's happening now? There's additional There's additional content you can buy offline, and it's themed after old like NES games. Additional like content? Sorry for the people on the there... stream just heard that. <laughs> I, was, I was playing the audio from the tweet, and because it, oh. it's desktop audio. Um, you're saying there's additional what for Pac-Man 99? There's paid, there's paid DLC oh, that I is see. like themed oh it's like themed like to after like uh 8, 8-bit nes games yes i see what you're talking about <sighs> anyways this looks so it's getting hot in here good all right that was uh that was super hype a soul for oh a soul <laughs> literally the nintendo <sighs> fans are wild i am so excited so yeah so tetris 99 was released on uh, a physical version uh for 30 dollars, and it came with a year of nintendo switch online and mm. i'm sitting here like I gotta go buy that. So I mean, when, uh, isn't a, a year of Nintendo on Switch Online also thirty dollars, regardless? I think it's no, it's twenty dollars. Oh, what? So for ten dollars, you get a physical copy of the game. I think for the amount that you play it, you should definitely invest. In yeah, I know. Copy. This way, when they pull it down, I'll still have a copy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's uh, it's sold out. When That's Tetris is executed. Oh, why is Tetris ninety nine not here? Anyways, while you're looking that up, uh, our last bit of general news before we jump into PlayStation and Xbox, there's no, I mean, there was no Nintendo news until just now, so we got the Nintendo bit out of the way. Um, but our last bit of general news is that Stonks have reached Fortnite, which is cursed and unhinged, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to put this in the chat for us, uh, for y'all watching live, um, but the literal meme, Stonks, dude, like that weird cursed-looking mannequin head thing, is an actual character in Fortnite. And though this article was per was published on April Fool's Day, it is it was kind of an April Fool's joke, but it's like actually in the game still to this day. So, uh, to quote, this one comes from Polygon, in another April Fool's, but it's really in the game development, Fortnite's marketplace of skins has added Stonks, meme guy, on Thursday. Uh, his name is Diamond Hands, or Hans, I guess, H-A-N-Z, <laughs> and he goes for 1,200 V-Bucks. Um, and this is funny. Polygon goes, we think the price should hold steady, but this is not a forward-looking statement. Securities involve risk and may lose value. Member FDIC, please don't sue me. <laughs> Stop. Um, so yeah, that's ridiculous. If you want to, if you want to, you know, have your diamond hands in the game, it's only 1200 V bucks away. Oh my God. That is, that is absolutely ridiculous. Truly, truly cursed. Um, you know what else is crazy? Best Buy literally ships like next day. Did you know that? Yeah. 
Like, for free. Oh. I mean, totally I kinda, for free. no, I kind of knew that. Like, I mean, I don't know. Here... I feel like whenever I order something with Best Buy, it comes free, but I feel like the warehouse is also in the city. Right, but I've been getting, I've ordered a couple things now from Best Buy, and it's like, free next day delivery. They're and like, it, literally if I order it right now, it'll, order, it'll arrive by tomorrow, by 9pm. Best Buy is the so. only brick-and-mortar retailer, or traditionally brick-and-mortar retailer, that is like, actually successfully navigated how to become an online retailer. I feel like. Like, maybe Walmart is the only other one that I can think of, but, like, Best Buy, Walmart, and, like, are genuine competitors to Amazon, whereas, like, we're Circuit City now. Where's GameStop? You're going to talk shit about Target on this live stream right now? Right I don't think Target is a good right online here? retailer. Target? What? Ha- tell me one time that you haven't received a box that was, like, ten times bigger than the item that you ordered. With no padding inside, nonetheless. Target is absurd when it comes to online shopping. They they're great Yo, the for way Tetris ninety nine is literally discontinued. I need to buy this right now. Wait, Why what do you mean it's discontinued? The physical copies discontinued? The, the Didn't you say it just came out? <laughs> no, 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 no. This came out a while oh, ago. Oh, it was out. Oh, and you just were slacking. I see. Yeah, the I truth know. comes well, I out. I looked at it and I was like, oh, shh. All right. Well, why are you yeah, telling no, me? I I get perpetually <laughs> pissed off. Sorry, perpetually pissed You're off fine. about uh, Target doing stuff. So yeah, this came out September yes. 6, twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, Target will Target literally is great just ship, like, it's a gigantic box, and then they'll, like, have one bean inside, and with no padding. <laughs> one single bead. <laughs> Alright, um, while you're looking up Tetris 99, seeing where it's not sold out, uh, the PlayStation Plus games for April have been announced, and they're not nearly as exciting as last month's, but that's all fine. Um, so these are all available starting today, and they include Days Gone for PS4, Zombie Army 4 Dead War, also for PS4, which I don't who's going to play this funny enough this game also is launching on uh xbox game pass but we'll get into that in a bit um and then Oddworld soulstorm is coming uh the ps5 version exclusively is on playstation plus um this is this just launched today the game so it was uh a playstation plus release essentially but you can also buy it physically if you want uh, but this was one of the big games that they announced at the state of play last summer um i've never played any of the Oddworld games have you they're like these weird no. alien-looking bug-eyed things. <laughs> I don't really know nope. what the game's about, um, but maybe the synopsis will shed some light. Oddworld's Abe returns in an action-adventure platformer set directly after the events of 2014's Oddworld New and Tasty. Having undergone a transformation from clueless cog and a mega-corporate machine to unlikely hero and beacon of hope, Abe must now save his fellow Mudokons by any ne- means necessary. As you recruit more followers, stick to stealth and puzzle solve to survive or scavenge goods and craft an arsenal to liberate your friends. In Oddworld Soulstorm, you'll begin to understand the power of many will be needed to solve problems that the individual alone cannot. Um, I might try this. It's free. Why not? I always say I'm going to try it, and I never do, so I'm not even going to make the commitment. Don't worry. I'll do it. I am committing to our stream followers that I will try it on stream. I'm going to put it on my list right now at the top. Just like I did with Maquette, and I hated that game, but that's fine. It's a story for another day. <laughs> you ended up, did you end up beating it? I did beat it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, this right. is so... It's very, like, that could have just been a poem. <laughs> like, the whole game It could have just been a poem? Realistically. Like, I, they were they, they did cool things with, like, perspective and whatnot, but it was, like... I don't know, it was too deep for its own good. I'm tired of people getting divorced in games. <laughs> like, Yo, that one's about divorce, too? Oh, yeah. Goodness. Well, it's about, like, a huge breakup. I don't know if they officially divorced. But it was just frustrating. Every time, every time I hear perspective, I think of Ratatouille when uh, the guy goes into the restaurant or whatever, and he's like, perspective.
Detective. <laughs> you like know what you're talking about, but I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Well, at least you know what I'm talking about. That's good. Right? <laughs> All right. Um, you want to take us our, our next our next yeah. segue from PlayStation to Xbox, which is yeah, the most me, wild let news? Me just, uh, yeah, let me just hit place order. Place order. All right. Uh, yeah, place order. Okay. It's so crazy. I didn't realize this was like discontinued or whatever. So I'm glad we talked about this. Good. Good discussion. I got the last copy. Oh, no. Actually, I did it for sure. Never mind. I didn't get the last copy. All right. Let's jump into the Xbox news here. So this one is insane, and it shook the world to its core. So I actually found uh, the reason for why it happened. So it's not as insane as you think it is, but I'll let you. I... Yeah, so yes, I saw that. We can cover that as well. So yes. um, it was like Wednesday morning or something. I don't know. It was like early in the morning, and this bomb dropped that PlayStation Studios MLB The Show is coming we knew it was coming to game, to Xbox, but it's coming to Game Pass on day one, which is insane. So MLB The Show has historically only been on PlayStation consoles. Uh, it's been an exclusive because Sony's had an exclusive partnership with the MLB. Uh, and up until now, it hasn't been on Xbox at all. So this one comes from the Xbox News website directly, quoting, We're delighted to announce that MLB The Show 21 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one and will be available on April 20th for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, as well as on Android phones and tablets via Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta for Ultimate members. And with cross-platform play and progress, you can play against others online and earn and use content across the platform and generation you choose. That is so, also nuts. For a PlayStation first-party game to have cross-play, cross-platform, like, everything about this is insane. I just... Right. What? So, apparently this turned out to be MLB's decision and not Sony's or Microsoft's. So, uh, this one comes from Inverse, um, who says, goes on to say, according to PlayStation, the decision to bring MLB The Show 21 to more platforms and Game Pass came straight from MLB. Quoting, as part of the goal of for this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. A PlayStation representative tells Inverse, The decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB The Show as the premier brand for baseball video games. Sony Interactive Entertainment agreed to support more platforms when it renewed its license with MLB in late 2019. MLB appears to have gone further to get the game in the hands of as many players as possible. Xbox Game Pass has now has over 18 million subscribers. As such, it makes a lot of sense that MLB would see it as an attractive opportunity. So, this is a super interesting one. Um, and my th my immediate thought, not knowing that MLB was the one who made the decision uh, prior to this, was Sony's playing nice because they want Bethesda games to come to PlayStation. <laughs> you know, that's so. a good theory, too. I was like, at first I was like, or when I was formulating all this, because the, the announcement that was coming was April 2nd, I was like, by now we should have some idea, maybe. So I Googled it, and I was like, it was MLB's decision, which is not as exciting as I'd hoped. So Right. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, you mean Microsoft and Sony didn't, like, duke it out? Right? Because, so. like, that's insane. Because it's not even that it's just PlayStation exclusive. Like, it's literally developed by PlayStation. Uh, right. And it's not coming to PlayStation Plus for free, but it's going to Xbox Game Pass for free, which right. is wild. And it's always... It's always been on PlayStation, so it's yes. um, it's pretty crazy. I'll tell you what, it's took a lot of people by surprise, saved a lot of people seventy bucks because a lot of people buy this game every single year. Yep. Um, and yeah, not if, this year. Let's get it free from Game Pass. If you're like us and you have both consoles, then you play it on a Game Pass for a while, and then once it gets you know to be bargain bin prices on PS5, 
and you buy it on PS5 and it's cross-platform. Yeah, bold of you to assume that we're going to play this game for more than five minutes, but... I'm never going to play it. I don't know about no baseball, but I'm saying for those you that are into it. You know what you might play? You know what you just might play? I don't know. Grand Theft Auto Five on your phone. No. <laughs> I'm good. Come on. <laughs> All right. So on to the tune of MLB The Show 21 coming to Game Pass. There's some more games coming to Game Pass. So coming soon, Grand Theft Auto Five coming to cloud and console on April 8th, which is in just two days from today. Uh, Zombie Army 4 Dead War, like Ahmed mentioned, is coming to Game Pass as well. Cloud, console, and PC on April 8th. Disneyland Adventures is coming to the cloud on April 8th. Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure, coming to the cloud on April 8th. Both very solid moves, for, especially for kids uh, that you know their parents bought them Xbox Game Pass. Because these are, these are two extremely popular games that were made for Xbox initially. Um, well, obviously they're made for Xbox initially. They're made for Xbox 360, and then they were ported over to Xbox One. Really? They're 360 um, games? Anyways, I didn't realize they were that old. Uh, Rush might not be, but Disneyland Adventures used to be a Kinect game. That was how it started. It was Disneyland... Uh, was it Disneyland Adventures? Connect Disneyland Adventures, I think is what it was officially called. Mm. Um, all right, moving right along. NHL 21 is coming to console via EA Play, which is also part of Game Pass, on April 12th. Rain on Your Parade is coming to cloud console and PC uh, as part of the ID at Xbox program on April 15th. Pathway is coming to PC on April 15th. MLB The Show 21 rounds out the games here for April 20th. Now, there are also some new games that support touch controls. Uh, so, play over 50 cloud-enabled games with Xbox touch controls. So, there is a whole bunch of games here, but they specifically uh, call out here Sea of Thieves, Gears 5, Dragon Quest Eleven, um, Slay the Spire, and many more games. So, there's a whole list of games here that will be available for touch controls via your mobile device, specifically yes. Android right now with... Uh, with iOS coming soon. Um, and as a reminder, stuff. sorry, as a reminder, the touch controls are customized to each game to make sure that they're comfortable. So they don't just literally slap like an image of an Xbox controller in your screen. They make sure that it's actually customized um, and, and easy to play depending on the game. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of games on here. Celeste is on here. Uh, Tell Me Why, Guacamelee 2, Dead Cells. I feel like Celeste is a perfect game for touch controls. Right. Because that's something Gears that I would want to play like on the go like that. Gears 5 might be aggressive, but Celeste yeah, is something aggressive. I would definitely want to play on the go like that when I like don't necessarily have my Switch, but I have my phone. Um, you know what you could play on the go? River City Girls. You know what I could have played if I just waited two seconds and played with touch controls? Donut County. Because I tried to play it with the controller on my phone. I was like, this is a mess. I'd rather just play this with a mouse. But with touch controls, that'd be a dream. Real? Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even realize. Anyway. It's like a small little thing in, in the in the image showing all the uh, games coming with touch I controls. Didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even realize that it was on Game Pass anyway. That's yeah, fine. that's how um, I played it. Oh, oh, well, anyway. I didn't know that either. Uh, move, moving into the last of the Xbox Game Pass news, uh, backwards compatibility is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, sorry, sorry, Xbox Game Pass Game Ultimate. Pass Ultimate in the cloud, in the cloud, in the cloud. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, because it's already on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Yes. So it's coming to the cloud uh, for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. Uh, so we're starting to see some games here that will be backwards compatible compatible via the cloud um, on Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta. So there are not a ton of them just yet, enough that I can probably read through them real quick. We got Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, which I'm sure a lot of you are pretty excited about that. Justin. Um, <laughs> Double Dragon Neon, uh, Fable 2, Fallout New Vegas, Gears of War 1, 2, excuse me, 2, 3, and Judgment, uh, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, uh, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, The Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, Viva Pinata, and Viva, Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise. Uh, the two Viva Pinata games, Jetpack Refueled, those three games are touch control enabled, the rest require a controller. Still pretty exciting. Maybe I'll finally play Banjo-Kazooie and see what all the hype's about. I never played that game. God, that game is so good. Um, sure I don't is. know how well it's aged, but it was a lot of fun when I was little. So it's and this all this news right comes off the heels of PlayStation shutting down the PS Vita and PS3 stores. Oh, so, we never really talked about that in an actual episode. Yeah. We talked about it last time when we did our like fake episode, rumor, not recorded right. live stream thing. But yeah, right, right, yeah. So it's interesting, um, and I kind of started talking about it a little bit before we got on the stream. I don't know if you heard me though, but games now like digital only games that were released on ps3 discs have skyrocketed now so there's one collection specifically that has like fat princess and some of these other like major uh first party digital only releases and it's like five games and it released for like i don't know 30 or 50 bucks maybe at the time anyway second hand it's been worth like nothing because it's ps3 game whatever it is now like over 300 dollars um because obviously these games are going by the wayside and you'll be able to re-download them if you've downloaded them in the past or you bought them already, but going forward, you can't buy them anymore. So so now you have a physical copy of this game that's no longer available online, and now it's skyrocketed. So it's even just... some other games like DuckTales Remastered, which when that game got delisted, I had found a copy. I think uh, Logan had found a copy and sent one to me at his local store for like 12 bucks or something. It was like, oh, this is like a fun clutch item because they lost the license or whatever, and it's not probably not going to get re-upped. I think they ended up bringing it back to like the iOS store or something. But anyway, that's another one that's going to be gone because you know it's got a physical edition, but it you won't be able to download it anymore unless you bought it. Yeah. So there's a lot of games specifically, specifically that were created for PS Vita that were digital only that are just completely gone now. Which right. is like, it, there, I remember seeing a tweet and it was like, "There's no sense of preservation in in gaming." When it like movies not are always from around, but like yeah, there's no like those games are just lost forever, right? Like, so which sucks like right, and that's and that's one of the things. Yeah, I, it's tough because yes, I agree 100 percent with you, right? But like, so or Microsoft has done a very good job at making more games backwards compatible. So there's backwards compatibility on the Xbox that I have upstairs, and even the upstairs, the even my old Xbox One X, where I could play. Any of those disc-based games, or a lot of the disc-based games that I have for my old Xbox, um, on that brand new Xbox now. So maybe not a lot, but a fraction of them. But either way, they're working on them, and and they've even done the 4K upscaling and everything else, right? Whereas Sony, it's like hard line in the sand. Like the PS3 barely supported PS1 and PS2 uh, games only on like the early models, and then PS4 didn't support PS3 games, right? Yeah. So it's and it and PS5 supports PS4 games. But not PS3, PS2, or PS1. So now, yeah, it's very upsetting. But what are you gonna do? 
It is, and that's why like limited run games and all these other game, all these other places are super popular because people fear that this will eventually happen to everything, the eShop and and everything else. Yeah, I mean, like you know, twenty years from now, will you be able to play Untitled Goose Game if all the yeah, stores shut it down? A, yeah, because there's a physical version out there. Okay, if you if I me, I don't own the physical version. I'm like, oh, you know, to my future kids or whatever. I'm like. Hey, there was this crazy game where you got to run around and be a terrible goose, and they're like, "Haha, you're crazy. Let's put you back in hospice." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I I like to think that because of the digital future that we're kind of in, that they can't shut down the PS4 or the Switch or the Wii U store. Oh, I mean, maybe the Wii U, but like some of the bigger stores because they're just so big at this point. But I also thought that about PS3. But yeah, PS3 is also huge. Like, it was huge for its time, and I don't know. It's unfortunate. Right. But hold on. Speaking of being terrible, this Rain in Your Parade game, I just added to my list because the premise of it is you, you're you a cloud and you just rain out of everyone's parade, which sounds very similar to being a goose terrorizing <laughs> people. So I feel like it could be a fun time. Yes, it definitely could be. Uh, um, so pretty cool. Emma said uh, her dad's homie. So hello, dad's homie. Uh, specialized <laughs> in preserving video games at the University of Illinois. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, I'm assuming preserving nice. like old, like old, old, like really retro Atari kind of, you know, Turbo Graphics 16, whatever Commodore stuff. Right. <laughs> and uh, Nuge said Goose Game with a heart. So yes, <laughs> Untitled Goose Game is fantastic. Uh, and Bella said, "Okay, Grandpa, let's get you to bed." <laughs> AKA you. So. All right. Well, speaking of going to bed, we have one last news item before we wrap up the official episode here. I don't know if we'll stay on stream or longer, but we'll see. Um, but one last official thing, also not an April Fool's joke, <laughs> Xbox Series X mini fridges are officially coming. Uh, so this one comes from Engadget. Um, it looks like what happened was Twitter marketing, um, like literally Twitter, at Twitter marketing, like the official Twitter marketing account, um, held a competition to see who was like the best brand on, on the internet. And Xbox actually won um, like the finals. They took home everything. They beat Skittles by literally a margin of 1%. Um, so this one to quote uh, from Engadget here, Microsoft's Aaron Greenberg promised official Xbox Series X mini fridges if his company won a Twitter brand competition, and he's being true to his word. Greenberg, tw- Greenberg. <laughs> Greenberg told followers <laughs> that Microsoft would move forward with the plans for the Series X fridges. He didn't offer prices, availability, or even a glimpse, uh, but it's safe to presume that they'll be easier to accommodate at home than the full-size fridges that Microsoft made to capitalize on internet memes. So this is insane and ridiculous, but... Maybe this is the perfect fridge for your basement, Paul. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe maybe it is. I'm sure it'd be like four hundred dollars too. Um, it's fine. So it's not as ridiculous as you think because they sent fridges like this to the press or I to know, some like, people in the press. The giant full size ones. I remember seeing. No, those. they sent they sent mini fridges as well. Oh really? So they were talking about it on the kind of funny X cast on Saturday, um, and Gary Witta, uh, who actually was the screenwriter for Rogue One, uh, and he's a guest uh, a host on uh, Kind of Funny X Cast and some other kind of funny shows. But anyway, he had mentioned that they had done like they're pretty much like twelve or six can mini fridges, and they had done them for I guess promotions of you know Series X or whatever. So so they already have like uh, the to... schematic. They already have the design. They just have to manufacture them. Right. Right. So let me look. Mini fridge. So I, I almost want to say, I heard, I saw the things online saying that they were like, pretty much off the shelf, and they were just kind of like, decorated to look oh, more like a Series X. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that's not as. Well. Maybe I'm wrong though. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Let me hunt on. Maybe they're off the shelf, or, uh, and they like just they customize the doors. 
Right, 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 right. Like, I'm hoping it's not just a sticker decal, because that would be upsetting. No, 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 no. I don't think it's a sticker decal. Okay. Uh, Here, I'm looking on eBay. Place where dreams go to die. (laughs) Something like that. No exact matches found. You can buy an Xbox Series X for, uh, let's see, $979? Is that right? Anyway. $979? Anyways. That seems like it's a... uh, seems large yeah so the one they think they gave one to like snoop dog that's what you're thinking of and it was a full-size fridge yes that is what i'm thinking of and it was insane right and does he even use it who knows it's a practical um a mini one i feel like know, could go be... in a in a cool game room like i think would be a perfect fit for your basement you should get it yeah i think so too I think so too. Unless sure it's like super it limited instantly. edition, yeah. Like I'm sure they're going to make like two of them. Oh, here but we go. The Rock know. is giving away. Okay, okay, okay. I think this is what it looks like. Dwayne Rock the Johnson. Uh, you can win an Xbox Series X Favorite. mini fridge from the Rock's new energy drink company, Zoa. Um, Xbox Series X fridge. Oh, that's the big fridge. How many things is that man involved in? Rocks like Dwayne Johnson. He has like a tequila brand. He has Fast and Furious. He has energy drinks. What else he's got? Yeah. This one comes <laughs> Wait, from he's not in Fast and Furious? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's Hops. Never mind. We had this discussion wow. before, and that's where Dwayne Rock the Johnson even came up because we weren't sure it was Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> We're so dumb. All right. I just sent a, uh, a link. So these actually looks, it looks like they are decals. I don't know. Look at it and tell me what you think. I can't. My eyes are broken. Where are you sending it? I just oh, you sent it. it oh, in... I sent it on the Twitch chat. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, here I'll send it on uh, Discord chat. Hold on, don't, don't, don't. I mean, it's perfectly it squared off. What like mainstream fridge is perfectly squared off like that? Like has a door like that? I don't know. And it looks like it's embossed on the side. Like has the Xbox logo on the bottom like left corner, like yeah. where it would be on the actual console. It looks pretty custom. I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I, yeah. I mean, they How definitely much do you have think a mini fridge like this would be. I have no, like John none. the Roxon. <laughs> Wait, Bella Untamed. <laughs> I they definitely partnered with like a fridge company though. Like I don't know if they're off the shelf, but they definitely partnered with an existing manufacturer of fridges to do this because there's okay. no way they're gonna do you, like <laughs> do the research. They're like, hey guys, let's uh, let's get some water coolers from some computers and you know <laughs> put it in a plastic enclosure and they'll never know yeah it'll be fine so ryan i don't know if you're saying that he actually has a clothing line from under armor or if that's what he needs that's probably what he has already that doesn't surprise me that sound that tracks the rock clothing line johnson rock the wayne i was gonna i was gonna type that (laughs) uh under armor men's shirts project rock collection Mm. he's a hustler. Yep, here he is. He knows what's up. Yeah, he is. He's making uh, Boku. The, the oh, wait, the Boo Coop, the Boo Cup money. Is that I how you say it, Ahmad? Hate you. <laughs> he said, uh, "Paging Benno Blank, Benno Blank. Hello, Benno Blank. You out there?" And that about wraps it up for episode one hundred eleven of What the Funcast. Wait, me Ryan, being what are you saying? The logos don't come out unless you sweat enough. Wait, really? They're like water-activated logos on the other Under Armour clothing. Is that what's... 
I hate that kind of. I don't. Be- I don't believe it. <laughs> Guess you got to buy one and test it out. All right, let's wrap up the podcast episode so we can stop terrorizing them with our nonsense from <laughs> the Twitch chat. Wait, but- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's Project Rock, is what it's called, right? So it says here, <laughs> men's Project Rock outwork tank top, right? So super soft cotton blend fabric provides all day comfort, ribbed collar, generous dropped armholes for added mobility and range of motion. Okay. Who's writing these descriptions? This is it's like instead of like a tank top cutting off like right under your. I know, armpit. I know exactly what it means. I've just never read that description about a tank yeah, top. Like, what are they going to say about this hoodie? Like, I don't know. Uh, dropped shaped hem for enhanced coverage. This sounds like somebody trying to write a resume about a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All um, over raw edge hem details. Okay, you know what's bad though? I know exactly what they're talking about. What is a raw edge hem detail? It's like when it's like puckered up and like you can see the stitching. Why would you want that? Also, oh, that's not on the inside and scratching you up. It's like on the outside. Are you trying to be rock the Dwayne Johnson or not? No, honestly, I'm good. <laughs> He's man, it's too big. All right. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll shut up now. Episode 111 chaotic. Thank you for being with us for 3 years. Thank you for uh or, I mean, I don't know if you've been with us for 3 years, but if you have, thank you. If you're not, we're glad to have you. Um, but yes, this has been a wonderful journey. We'll be back next week with another regular episode. Jazz, as always. Jazz always? Yes. I say. Jazz always. It's I'm sweating. All right. Thank you all for listening. This is What the Funcast. Signing off. Ben O'Blanc. Peace. <laughs>